the wine is shiny, blues up. Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza podcast with Rebecca Green. Welcome to the Whiny Palooza podcast. I'm your host, Rebecca Green. I'm a wife, mother of three, and licensed clinical social worker. I also have three fur babies at home, too. My passion has always been to help children and their families. I always dreamed of being a wife and a mother. Parents are always learning through their struggles, failures, and successes and joys. I am no stranger to this wild ride of parenting, and I know behind every great parent lies a team of supportive friends and family. I want to be part of your support system. I want you to know that you are not alone. We are in this parenting world together. Join me every week for insightful discussions with experts on parenting and marriage, as well as other parents who have found the secret to successes in parenthood. You'll learn tips and tricks to make life with your family better than ever. I hope you will follow along with me while we dive into what it takes to achieve a happy family. Hello, everyone. Happy Whiny Palooza Wednesday. No need to whine, it's Whiny Palooza Wednesday. Have some wine and join us on the Whiny Palooza Wednesday with the Green Family. Cha-cha chicken. How is everyone doing today? Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Um, Lily kind of wore me out today. <laughs> she had some help. Um, camp. A little help with her friends. A few friends over. All the friends. And then... She's doing a fashion show, and then she's texting me from upstairs to come do her makeup. <laughs> Anyways. Isn't the fashion show at a camp? No, she did a home fashion oh, show. Oh, this is just for and you. Okay, so, I missed this. So okay. yesterday. I thought this was fashion camp. This is separate. Lily made her own camp. Yes, Lily. Well, Lily was inspired by camp of last course. week ah, okay. to do a fashion show for me. Were, and Were you very fashionable and showy? Oh, my God. <laughs> So yesterday, you don't hear when we tell you to go get something, but you hear when we're talking about you. So yesterday, Lily and I found the bottom of her floor, and in finding the bottom of the floor in her bedroom, we put away a ton of clothes, and she was like, "That's where this was." So finding all the filed. So finding all the cute outfits. We got to have a fashion show. Led to her being like, "I want to try on my clothes," but anyways, I'm totally off topic. Totally off topic. So this week. My topic is the power of writing it down. And this was inspired by my husband. <laughs> Sorry, that was a lily pose. He lo- he's copying his daughter. Yep. He he loves inspiring me. And it was not intentional. I found his recording on Facebook of part of his mastermind. He does a mastermind once a month on a Friday on Zoom. And if you want to find out about it, let us know. I listen as often as I can. And if I can't do it live, um, I listen to the recording. Yes. And he has great topics every month for businesses to learn from. And this week, this month was the 10 Rings of Power. By P.T. Barnum. And it was awesome. Thank you. And I loved it. Thank you. And one of the rings of power is right into being. Yes. W-R-I-T-E, right into being. 
Right. Yeah, they had pens back and quills back then, right? And you gave the example of Jim Carrey. Can you tell them your example? Sure. And in if you wanted to watch the recording, I'm happy to make it available. And I gave a dozen examples, but obviously the Jim Carrey one was most meaningful to you. So he was literally homeless, living on a trailer, a camper in somebody's lawn, on somebody's lawn, broke, wanting to be an act, trying to be an actor. And he wrote himself a check for $10 million, which obviously he, wouldn't ca he couldn't cash because it would have bounced and the bank would have yelled at him. But he wrote a $10 million check and put it in his wallet and looked at it every single day and told himself every day that one day he was going to be able to cash that check. And then obviously the one of the very early movies that he made, Dumb and Dumber, he got paid $10 million for and actually was able to cash the check. So he wrote it into being by writing it down and focusing on it every single day, which is something P.T. Barnum did. And most people don't know he was a business icon in his time, more than just a circus or a museum. And one of his most powerful principles was to write things into being, literally write it as if it's already happened, describe every aspect of it so that you can actually create the space for it to come true. So... I was listening to Seth talk about this and I was smiling ear to ear because I was remembering how I wrote him. I wrote Seth. I only into, exist because she wrote me. I wrote Seth into being. So I want to tell you a little bit about that. And I decided, okay, so my relationship before Seth was wonderful because it taught me everything I didn't want in a relationship. Thank you for the clarification. So, I heard a different story. So I found a silver lining yes, in that other relationship and that it really taught me that this wasn't good for me. This wasn't good for me. That wasn't good for me. So then it pushed me to a place where I was like, okay, <laughs> Melissa, listen to this because you can definitely write your husband down. So listen to my story. That's what she did. And I want you to know that... <laughs> It works. So I was thinking about what I didn't like about my partner every day. I didn't like this. I didn't like that. And that was my focus. And I got more of that. Ira says hi. Hello. So I decided to turn it around. And I decided it was time to think about what did I want in my husband, partner, and what was I looking for and what qualities did I actually want instead of thinking about what I didn't want. And so, you were reading a book at this exact time that it told you to do that. Yeah. And you read the same book. And uh, keep going and I'll interrupt okay. again later. So I read a book that also inspired me doing this. So I started writing down, he is smart. He is funny. He is kind. He is hardworking. He wants a family. He lives in Buffalo. He is Jewish. And I laughed when I wrote that down because before Seth, I had never dated a Jewish man. I'm and one and only baby. My parents were like, can you just marry a Jewish man? And I was like, not going to happen. <laughs> Such a good daughter. So you made up for it. I would stare at my list. So instead of crying every night, about the bad relationship that I needed to end for like the third or fourth time, I decided to focus on something else. And I started to, I looked at my list every night and I expanded on it every night. And I started to think I was being my, I, I was like, your expectations are too high. What are you doing? Cause I kept adding to my list. It got longer and longer. 
And I would read it every single night. So I'm telling you that no matter what it is, a job, a child, a husband, um, weight loss, uh, what other goals are there, honey? Work goals, money goals, fitness goals, whatever you want for your life. Think about it in detail, as detailed as you can, and write it down and focus on it every single day. And I went to temple with my parents. It was Rosh Hashanah. It's the Jewish New Year in September. And I was sitting with them looking at all these young Jewish families. And like the tears are like dripping down my face. And I'm like, what is wrong with you? And I realized that I was feeling so sad because I was longing to be sitting with my parents, with my husband and children. And I was fantasizing about it. And I said, God, I don't know what you believe, but I believe in a lot. And I said, God, how come my husband can't be right here in temple with me? Okay, so fast forward to Yom Kippur, which is 10 days later, the Day of Atonement. I go back to temple with my parents, and three rows behind me is Seth. I was at the wrong service, by the way. <laughs> I slept through the service I was supposed to go through by the letter in my last name, because our services are alphabetical. And instead of just skipping it all together, I decided to go by myself for some reason, some reason, to the M through the rest of the alphabet service, and... Three, week, three rows ahead of me, there she was, which I didn't know till she got up to go out of the service to go to the bathroom. So I get up, I go to the bathroom. Seth and I have eye contact. I recognize him. He recognizes me. That is not what happened. You went to the bathroom. I followed yeah, I you was getting to the there. bathroom. We, we didn't have eye contact in the service. Yes, you, we did. We did not at all. You didn't see me until I followed you to the bathroom and knocked on your shoulder. Okay, we're having a difference of opinion. He followed me to the bathroom. Yes, not into the bathroom. I think that I saw him, but I didn't know he was going to get up. I think that's what happened. Okay. Whatever, Seth. Whatever. So that's not the important part of the story. You're right. Continue. So I go to the bathroom. He comes up to me before I get to the bathroom. We both think that each other is married. He's like, nope, I'm not married. And I'm like, nope, I'm not married. I was like, I'm going to nip that one in the bud right there. And he was so nice. Hey, now. <laughs> you had me until Seth was a creeper. I was a very nice creeper. He was, you know what? He was dressed in a suit and he looked so nice and so handsome. And I recognized him from high school because we went to high school together. Um, we didn't talk in high school, but I recognized him and he was, you know, he remembered me and he remembered my name and we started talking and I was like, he's so nice. And <laughs> I go to work and I tell my friend Stephanie about him and, um, I, you know, she's, she's pushing me to break up with my boyfriend, which she was like, right from the get-go. So um, eventually I did finally break up with him. And she says to me one day at work, she's like, you know, God is knocking on your head and you are totally missing it. She's like, didn't you go to temple? Didn't you ask for a man at temple and then go to temple and a man comes up to you and gives you his business card and you said he was handsome and nice and you are just totally missing this and I can't believe you. And I was like, oh my God, she's right. <laughs> so I chickened out from calling him, which is what she wanted me to do. And I emailed him and he says, yes, I remember you. Call me tonight. This is my phone number. And I was like, oh, 
Why can't he call me? Why can't he call me? So I took a leap of faith and I pushed myself out of my comfort zone because I am traditional. I know, I know I'm getting over it. And I wanted him to call me, but thankfully I called him and it was a wonderful, however many days of talking on the phone. And we were both like, oh my God, what if it's not as good when we meet in person? (laughs) And then we met in person and he picked me up at noon and dropped me off at midnight. And I realized when he left that I didn't want him to leave. And I went to the work the next day and I told Stephanie that I found my husband and I was 100% right. And I went to look at my list and I read over my list and I was like, holy cow, this guy is more than my list. I thought my list was way too big and Seth was more than my list. So I literally feel like I wrote my husband. And I feel like I wrote my wife because I'm going <laughs> to correct you one more thing. You were reading a book that Stephanie gave you called God is a Matchmaker. Did Stephanie give me the book? I think so. I was reading a separate book by Wayne Dyer called There's a Spiritual Solution to Every Problem. And I too wrote a list of everything I wanted and didn't want in my future spouse right along the time at the same time that I walked into Temple and saw you. So I later read the book that you read because I was fascinated that we had the exact same story. We did the exact same thing. And that's when the universe conspired to bring us together. So that is my story about the power of writing it down. And you have since used this power for many other things besides me. I was getting there. So it has really made me believe in the power of words and that if we can think it and we can write it down, it can come true. And I think that the more specific we get, the more likely it is to happen. And it's like we give it to the universe and the universe hears us and the universe can't hear us unless we're very specific. So someone had said to me, you can't write, I am thinner, which I am guilty of. You need to write, I am X pounds. And you have to be super specific or Um, like I said to Seth that I wanted my paycheck to go up every month, um, from X to Y. And he was like, well, what is your Y? What is your specific goal? That's a dollar amount. Like write down the specific goal. And I just, I wanted to share this with all of you because I wanted you to use this superpower for yourself. I want all of your dreams to come true. I believe in the power of writing it down, get yourself a journal, do it every night, look at it every night. And when it happens, I want you to write to me and I want you to tell me about it. Love intentional journaling and this message, friends. Oh, thank you, Melissa. I was inspired by my husband. I heard the, I don't know why the Jim Carrey story spoke to me. I think because I think he's awesome and I love his movies. And then he wrote himself a check until he could cash it. I didn't know that story. So I think Maybe it, that's just, it. it just intrigued me so much. And I didn't know that he was like homeless. I didn't know. I didn't know any of that. There so you go. we hear stories all the time about people getting themselves out of homeless, homelessness, homeless. homelessness. <laughs> so um, anything else to share on this topic? 
No, there's, we've done a number of different workshops on it. So again, if any of you are interested, I'm happy to get you the recordings of those and you're more than welcome to join us. So I wrote my blog on this. So please feel free to go write to, go read more details at on Facebook or at wineinclusa.com. I loved my July summer challenge in my Wineinclusa mom group. That was so much fun. And I'm going to think of more fun challenges and I'm doing my best to share good tips and strategies every day. Did you know August is National Romance Month? Ooh, so maybe it needs to be a, a marital challenge. Ooh, ooh I like well, that. Well, what if you're not married? Then it needs to be something about... Personal development? Personal, about finding, I don't know. We're, there I'm might gonna, be people who don't want to be married sometimes. So not everybody wants to, not everybody wants to be married. Or at this point in time. Exactly. I wanted to, and I found you. Yes. You no, did. you found me. Yes, to both. Whatever. Thank you for going to Temple. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks for not thinking I was a creeper, Melissa, when I followed you to the bathroom. Oh my God, that's so funny. So Temple's usually a pretty safe place. I do feel safe at Temple. That is very true. You don't normally get picked up by weird guys in Temple. Huh? I have never gotten picked up at Temple See, before you. There, there you go. <laughs> so this Friday is a very, very special Whiny Palooza Family Friday podcast because one of my absolute best friends, Marcy Abramsky, came on my podcast. Marcy has her own practice, Inspire a Mind. We went to nursery school together and then we reconnected in social work graduate school. And she is a fabulous social worker, a fabulous therapist. She has so much to share. I I have never been so excited to do a podcast. I was like, giddy. I was like, oh my God, Marcy's coming on. So I think you're going to love it. I know you're going to love it. I hope you will tune in and please continue to tell me what you want so that I can give you what you want. What topics, you really, really want. Topics, et cetera, podcast guests. You have sent me podcast guests. You have sent me topics. And I appreciate all of you. And you can find the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Audible, or YouTube. One of these days, I'm going to be able to do that. You just got to write it into being, baby. I have to write it down because I remember things when I write it down. Okay. Look at that. Yes. Lily, honey, can you come close us out, babe? The fashionista is coming to sing us out. I didn't end early. I'm just done with my topic. So I end when I end. There's not a time. Sometimes it's 9.30. Sometimes it's 9.30. Sometimes it's longer. Sing us out. Thank you for watching Money Palooza Wednesday with the Green Family. Ciao, ciao, chicken. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning in to the Whiny Palooza podcast. If you like what you heard, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. While you are there, leave a review. I love to hear your feedback. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>